begin. Yesterday was Daf Kofdal, number 24, and today is coming 25. Um, we'll do a review of yesterday's Daf, and uh, then we'll get to today's. We're having a mind, Lili Nishmas, Dina Bashalam, for to Amy Basvara, and Henya. What? No. Ronya. Ronya Bas. Basara and Hadassah Bas. Hadassah Bas. Ronya. And Lili Nishmas killed by Yosef Halevi. And Kraina Bas Vizev. Anyone else? No? Okay. Coming Thursday. Your side is my mom. Oh, yeah? Your mom's your side is coming up this week? This Thursday. This Thursday. Your mom is, well, say it. From a? From a? Shmuel Got it. All right. So we're going to start. Okay. All right. So we're at the bottom of the page. I mean, we're at the. We're about twelve lines from the top of the page, um, and we're talking about the Chomer Bekodesh, the stringencies that Hegdish has over Truma, and one of them is that there's a concept of Ravi by Kodesh that doesn't. That's not true. Doesn't exist by 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 Truma. We explained the way it works is just a you know review quick review of uh, Hilchas Tuma. There is something called an Abba Tuma, which is the primary source of Tuma, and then depending on the sensitivity, the kedusha level of something, it's subject to a greater susceptibility of of uh, Tuma. So, um, so the Abba Tuma can be mitame adam and kalim. Person can be tame, kalim can be tame. And uh, then there's, there's a concept of like a food can be a Rishon, that comes in contact with the primary source of Tuma, and then uh, that food could touch another food, it'll be a Sheni. If that other food could touch Truma, the Truma will become Puzzle as a Shlishi, but if it's to, uh, but to, to extend it further, it needs uh, to be a Revi, it's only by Kodesh, and, not, and doesn't exist by Truma. So that's one of the stringencies, one of the Chomer, Chumras that exist by Kodesh over Truma. Now, um, how do you know? That's really the question. So the Gemara brings down a Brisa. Okay. Rabbi Yossi explains, how do you know Revi by Kodesh, that's possible? It's based on the logic, because there's a halacha call for a Mechusr Kippur. Mechusr Kippur is somebody who, let's say, for instance, it could be an example of a tumma where you need to bring a carbon. The person has bodily emissions and he had enough of them in quick succession. He becomes what's called a zav gadol, large zav, major zav. And that means that he needs, not, in addition to having seven clean days exhibited him healing, um, he, in addition to that, he needs to go to the mikvah afterwards and he needs to uh, bring a carbon. The, um, so if he if he has yet he did the mikvah already he waited till nightfall already but he won't be able to bring the carbon till the following day once he brings the carbon then he's allowed to eat kodesh before that he's not allowed to eat kodesh so mechusar kippurim is possible he's is unfit to uh, to eat kodesh but he is fit to eat truma okay now truma we know is already possible as a shlishi. So Kabachomer, that obviously this Kodesh is on a higher level, so it'll be able to make a Revi. That's the idea. Can you give an example of a Kodesh or Truma? Truma, well, Kodesh means, let's say, a piece of a korban. So let's say I'm bringing a korban shlamim. That animal is Kodesh. 
and therefore you, you know you need to be. It's very susceptible to tuma. You need to make sure that you're hundred percent pure, and it, even a few steps removed from the tuma source, it would render it unfit to be eaten. You understand? Kodesh. That's the kodesh. That's a korban. So kodesh is a korban. Truma is is what is the tithe that you give to the going. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's, it, it's also a kodesh. But it's less susceptible than than than, than kodesh. It's kodesh in a sense, but it's not kodesh. It's uh, no, it's called truma. You can't eat truma when you're tummy. But this person's not tummy anymore. He went to the mikvah already. He waited till nightfall, and now he's allowed to eat truma. He's just not allowed to eat kodesh till he brings his korban. Oh, so it's the korban that's lacking, not the not the mikvah. All that's lacking is the is the korban exactly. That's called Mechosr Kippurim. He's lacking the atonement. Sunset, Mikvah. Right, there's, there's, right, there's, there's somebody, there's three levels that we're discussing here. There's one, one level is called Tvul Yom. That means that I just went to the Mikvah today. And there's limited level of Tahara that that is. It's called Tahar in a sense. But you still can't eat Truma till Herav Shemesh, till you eat nightfall. And then... Herav Shemesh is still not enough if you're Muchos Shikipurim to eat Kodesh. You need to wait till you bring a Korban. Then, and only then, you're allowed to first start the eating truma Kodesh. The truma. the truma I'm already allowed to eat. That's the idea. We're still talking about how susceptible is one of these to get uh, Tumah over the other, right? Yeah. Well, yes, but the, the, again, the, the general context is because we're, we brought a list of, of, uh, of 11 or 10 Qualities that in the in that that kodesh, meaning a carbon, meat of a carbon, food of a carbon, is stricter treated with a stricter in a stricter stance than teruma. That's what the Mishnah is listing. So we're in that list now. Why compare them? Because there's they're both uh, they both have higher standards than regular food, but this one's higher in many ways, and we're going to see that we're going to. Next Mishnah is coming up. It's going to talk about the other side, the flip side, which is that there are some areas that Truma is stricter than Kodesh. So we, it's part huh? of Mishnayos do compare. That, that's how a lot of Mishnayos, they teach because, a lot of halakos this way. Because uh, logically, it makes sense that Kodesh is it's uh, okay more coded yeah but much. it's in how many ways there's so many different details of how many ways that's what we're not just talking it's like you should know in the hierarchy what's more strict no 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 every detail we're putting in so it's a way of like listing every all the it's a way of teaching the halachos in a way that it'll stick better you understand that's yes. the idea yes. okay thank you brings us to the next the next thing so we, we have here a kavachomer um, we know that there's a concept of shlishi already by by kodesh, so this kalvachomer is extending it to a ravi. Now, um, how do you know that there's a shlishi by kodesh? It's also a pasuk. That's actually a pasuk. Pasuk says that when meat touches anything that is tummy. Now, we, that means it came in contact with what the, what we refer to as tummy. A rishon is referred to as tummy, but so is a sheni because anything that can convey tumma to something else is called tummy. So, therefore, a sheni is by definition a tummy item, even though it's two, uh, a step removed from, the, from, you know, one step further than the Rishon. Nevertheless, and it says, I can't eat this. So that's a, what is that? That we're talking about a shlishi. If it comes in contact with a sheni, that means it's a shlishi. It's a third degree, third, third degree of separation from the, 
from the source of Tuma, and it says Lo Yeochel. So it definitely, um, we see the Shlishi already explicit. So then, what this Kavachomer is coming to do is take it one step further to that there's a concept of Ravi, and that's the basis. Now, the next thing that we talked about is the halacha of how Truma, where one hand that's Tame. So a Korban can become Ravi, that's what you're saying. Correct, exactly. Okay. So the only can becomes Ravi is Korban. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Nothing else, but exactly. The Pasuk you brought isn't not talking about Kodesh? Yes, you're, it is talking about Kodesh. So the Pasuk talks about Shlishi. The Kalvachomer extends it even one step beyond that. That's how we got it. Step. That's one step over. Okay, okay. now. Um, next thing we talked about is Truma. The, the quality of Truma is that if one hand's Tame and the other hand, uh, tame because it touched a, a, a liquid that is a shani, that is a second degree, it makes the hand into a shnia, mm-hmm. also a second degree. There's a special rabbinic ordinance. But that's only that hand. The other hand that didn't touch it is fine. So I could pick up um, a, code, um, a truma item with my other hand and eat it, and everything's fine. Uh, even if I touch with my left hand to my right hand, uh, meaning the tummy hand to the other hand, it doesn't affect the other hand as far as Truma is concerned, but it does as far as Kodesh is concerned. One hand is metama the other as far as Kodesh is concerned. So Rav Shizbi qualifies this and says that this is only true when it's happening simultaneous, meaning while I'm picking up the food, let's say, that's, that's Kodesh, my left hand that's tum and my right hand that's tar and my left hand's tummy and my left hand touches my right hand at that moment, mm-hmm. then it's like it's electricity, then it's ruining the Kodesh. But if it's Shalobihiburin, meaning that my left hand that's tummy touches my right hand that's tar, and now it's affected in a sense that I cannot pick up the Kodesh, that's not true. It doesn't affect it in the sense that I can't pick up the Kodesh, because one hand is not Matama the other, only while I'm holding Kodesh, that's where this that's where this din applies. That's what Rav Shizbi says. Shalom not. Now, Abaye has a big problem with Rav Shizbi's explanation. He says he talks. He says because some of the law talks about a dry hand is metameh the other hand um, for Kodesh, but not for Truma. Now, that's a Rebbe's opinion, and Rabbi Yosef Yehuda says only makes it possible, doesn't make it tameh. But regardless. Um, if you say it, we're talking about Shalom B'chiburin, then I understand why it's relevant to talk about a dried hand over a wet hand, because the, the source for the Toma comes from the liquid. But, um, but if we're talking about B'chiburin, it, wouldn't, it shouldn't make a difference, because B'chiburin, while I'm holding the Torah, the Kodesh item, I might touch it with the wrong hand. That's the whole issue. It's irrelevant. The, the dry hand is not even a, a play, a role, actually. So, so what he's saying over there, the dry hands, in the touch it, and has a quality in his hand, it still doesn't make it... It's, it's, uh, the, the point is, the way they're, they're, uh, they're illustrating their argument is clearly referring to when you're not actually, the, you're not touching your hand at the same time that I'm touching the Kodesh. It's a, two, yeah. it's, a two, it's a two-stage process. My left hand touched my right hand, it was dry, and my right hand picks up the Kodesh, that's exactly what we're talking about. That's clear from the, from the, co- from the context of how they're describing Because otherwise, it's irrelevant that the hand was dry. Okay. We wouldn't need to accentuate that. Anyway, point being is, um, uh, so, and that's the, so, therefore, Abai disagrees and says we're talking even when, even when it's not touching. Now, we mentioned, okay, so then we got into another Machlokes, Rish Lakish, said that the, that the way one hand affects another hand 
is only on the same person. So my left hand can affect my right hand. If I, my left hand touches my right hand, that's how it works. But okay. what if... No, wait a second. Let's hear the end of the, end of the sentence. If I However, if I touch with my tummy hand your hand, does that make your hand tummy? You were tar up until now. That's, according to Rish Lakish, no. Comes along with Yechon. Even if it's wet? No, wet is directly. That's not the... Okay, okay. You understand that the liquid... But point is that right. So that's this is this is Rish Lakish's take. Rabbi Yochanan disagrees. He says it doesn't matter. The hand, my left to my right, is no different than my hand to your hand. It affects it. If my hand's tummy and I touch your hand, you cannot touch pick up kodesh with your hand. That's what Reish, that's what Rabbi Yochanan says. Now, Rabbi Yochanan proves it from the Brisa. Why? Because the Brisa says that one hand can be metame the other hand for kodesh, but not for truma. And it, it, the question is, is that if you look in the Mishnah, we already said that. Why would it need to repeat this idea? Obviously, the fact that we're repeating this concept is to tell you that um, it's to tell you that it's not only my own other hand, but even my friend's hand that can be affected. And uh, that was such a good proof that Rish Lakish himself retracted, as we quoted Rav Yonah in the name of Ami, in the name of Rish Lakish, that it's not only. My hand that can be affected if one hand that stomach touches the other hand, but even a friend's hand is also affected. Again, and we also qualify this that it's only making possible, it no, but possible, but not tummy. Okay, now this idea that it only affects it as if it's able to be postal, but not be metame the truma, the chukodesh rather, is we think it's machlok tanan because the Mishnah says that anything that is postal for truma. Meaning, it's a, it, it's a, it makes the truma shlishi is metama yadayim liel shnios. That l- can actually make hands into a second degree of tuma, and one hand can be metama the other hand. That shitas Rabbi Yeshua. The Chum say hands are shnios, and a sheni can't make a sheni. Now we thought that that means that he can't make a sheni, but it could make a shlishi. Um, and basically, isn't that? Basically, seemingly indicating that if it can make a shlishi, then it's then that means that if it touches kodesh, that kodesh is not only puzzle but tame because it can it's only a shlishi. It'll make a revi right. It could touch another kodesh and ruin that. So the gemara says no. It just said that it doesn't make a sheni. You said it does make a sheni. I say it does make a sheni. I'm not saying that it makes a shlishi. That's not you're, you're we're. It, it, we're inferring something that's not necessarily a true inference. So we reject that. We said that's not <coughs> clear that that's the, what they're arguing about. But there is another set of Tanoim that are clearly arguing about it. Because we talked about the dry hand is metame the other hand by touching it. Metame for Kodesh, but not for Juma. That's what Rebbe says. Tame, making Kodesh tame means that it's Kodesh, that the Kodesh is tame, not just puzzle. And it'll be able to, if it touches another like piece of Kodesh, it'll extended further. And Rabbi Yosef says, no, only that hand to make it bustle, but not Tameh. So clearly there is a machlok is Tanoim, whether it's only the degree of bustle, when it touch, or even Tameh. Yes? Okay. Does anybody talk about the idea that if one hand is Tameh, the entire body is Tameh? Well, but here's the story. This, you have to realize... Secluding one hand. Yeah, no, this is because... This is in, an interesting idea. First of all, for, we have to remember that we're in the realm of rabbinic law. Minat Torah, if I touch something tummy, my whole body is tummy, of course. But this is a tumma that's a rabbinic creation. 
a liquid or a food that's tummy cannot make me tummy. Uh, uh, only thing can make me tummy is an avatuma. I cannot be affected by uh, by a, by a liquid at all. Foods don't make people tummy. Now, that being said, we made xera on on liquids because of some liquids. It's xera, but they limited only to the hands. It's because since the hands touch so much, so many things. Um, people need to maintain an extra level of awareness what their hands are touching. That's all. That's why it's a, they, they, the rabbis created a special susceptibility of Taman hands so that you'll have a greater awareness what your hands are touching. But they only limit it to the hands. Because it's, it's, again, it's, it's artificial. It's a, right, it's a, but it's a genius construct because it's true. That's the main way I'm going to become tummy is what I'm touching. And if we say that, oh, your hands are extremely susceptible to tumma, even if it touches liquid, then automatically I'm very, very aware at what I'm touching. They should have thought of that for COVID, just like saying, talk about illness tumma. We would understand how much this... Not only that, it prevented disease, because you transmit diseases, cholera, for example, from your... It's a fecal-oral transmission. So right. making you wash your hands all that time, you prevent it. Preventing disease. disease, right. It is a real, right. right. Anyway, the point being or is... The, 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 the rabbis... Yeah, they used it because they had they had a kishuf. They had They didn't get sick. Exactly. This is, anyway, the point being is, is that the rabbis were brilliant. Because again, this artificial construct created an automatic awareness of germs, basically, of course. It's like, you're auto- they weren't thinking germs, but the reality was is that they understood that hands touch all kinds of things, and this is by making them halakhically extra susceptible over the rest of the body, that automatically kept an awareness of what you're touching. And that's it. That's the idea. Okay. Before you eat, before you do it, stick in your mouth. Water, but it doesn't flow through the body. That's no, that's the idea. That's it, it, why it, it, a hand is different than the other hand. She's asleep. Exactly. I know, that's what's hard. I mean, you, you get probably, it. Oh, it, it, it. Yeah, but you understand why? Because it's yeah, an yeah, artificial yeah. construct. Exactly. Glad you caught me. All right, which brings us, okay, so anyway, the bottom line is, we're at the we next thing on the list. The okay, we said, we're almost there. We, we're almost there, we just got to get up to the Mishnah. Okay, so um, the, we, next, the next stringency that Kodesh has over Shruma is that you can eat, you, you can eat food, um, um, dried food with tame hands, okay, when it comes to Shruma. Uh, together with Shruma, but not together with Kodesh. What's the case? So, Rab Chanina Benedictus explains, what do you mean co- dried hands? Dried hands are completely irrelevant for Kodesh. The idea is why? Because Kodesh do not need Heksha. They don't need to get wet to become susceptible to Tumma. Okay. There's something in, that's unique to Kodesh that's called Chibas Kodesh. It's elevated status because people, <coughs> it's specialness because it, it's a Korban, automatically, regardless of whether it got wet or not, elevates it to a susceptibility of tumma automatically. Without normal food, like chulin, requires having been washed in advance to make it susceptible to tumma. In other words, if an apple falls off a tree and it's dry, mm-hmm. I don't care if the, a dead rat lands on it. It's not affected. Only if it was washed to, intentionally in the, or in the sense that, you, that you're happy about it. Okay. Now... It can contract Tumma. It's susceptible to Tumma. That's the rule. Even if it's not dry, right? 
What? Even, what, oh. even if it's dried afterwards, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. Once it becomes susceptible, it stays susceptible. Now, question is, why is dry have anything to do with Kodesh? The answer is that we're talking about over here a very, very interesting, unique scenario. We're talking about where I'm eating Kodesh and I want to have something that's not Kodesh to go along with it. So I have the meat from a Korban that either my friend whose tar puts into my mouth, because remember, my, my hands are tummy, okay? Somebody else is feeding me, or I'm feeding myself with a skewer, a wooden skewer, a, wo- you know, a little stick, or a toothpick, and I'm, they doesn't convey to me, even though my hands are tummy, I'm not touching the food, and it doesn't, it's not a conduit, because it need, in order to be a conduit for Tumma, it needs to be a keli, and it's not a vessel. Ah, so so therefore, I can feed myself this tummy, this kodesh, tar kodesh food, with my tummy hands, because it's mm. not coming through it. That's fine. But, I also want to have that piece of meat with a little onion, or a radish. I said yesterday that that uh, radishes is a big, uh, whatever, Hungarian delicacy to go with soup. Not onion? Anyway, so that's the point. You might want to eat a radish. Now the radish is chulin, not not it's not kodesh. My hands that are tummy do not. It's, it's only a second degree. There's no third degree by chulin, so the chulin is completely tar. So I'm just eating it at the same time. What's the, this I'm eating directly with my hand, this I'm eating with the stick, and I want to eat, bite on them together. So Too close for comfort for Kodesh, but for Truma, we'll be lenient. That's the next string to say. The Kaylee that does make a difference. That's right. A metal one would be a Kaylee. A wood one is oh, yeah. it's not a Kaylee. Chopsticks is not a Kaylee. Chopsticks is not a Kaylee. Exactly. Good. You stuck in a chopstick. Excellent. Now we got it. Chinese know what they were doing. Yeah. Okay, you got it in your mouth. Yeah. But if you have enough of it, then you become tummy. Nothing's tummy. You're not eating any tummy food. Think about it. But wait, why can't you can't even eat tummy food? I'm not eating tummy food. Push it beyond that. That's known that that piece of onion is tummy. I eat them cottage over there. I stick them to the mouth. No, because that food, if that food touches the other food, it'll make it tummy. Okay, in the mouth. Yeah, it's irrelevant. Anywhere it touches its stomach. That's a big okay. problem. So what the, about the food you? food has to be touched. Okay, I'm eating cool. out, so my, my Corbin over there is coming. Then I toss it. If it's big enough, you want to eat like a beta, then I become tummy too. That's yes, but you, forget about it. You can't eat tummy food. It has to be burned. Tummy carbonus. What do you do with it? Tummy carbonus. Yeah, right. You'd have to spit it out and burn it. It's radishes with Okay, okay. Radishes too can become tummy. Okay, now, okay, that's the story. Now, the last halakha before the Mishnah, and then we'll get to today's daf. Review is taking longer than... Then it took me to teach yes. the daf. Okay, <laughs> okay. Ha, the uh, the onen and mechusar kipurim. Okay, um, that that's the halacha that uh, for kodesh you need to go to the mikvah, but not for truma. What's the idea? The idea is is that an onen and mechusar kipurim, while they were in that status, they were forbidden from eating kodesh, um, and therefore now they are they finished that stage. Well, then, what they, if they are hungry? They're forbidden from eating kodesh, karbanos. They can eat chulin. Yeah, but 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 the point being is is that this 
once, the, once since they're going from a state of prohibition to a state of permitted, so they need the, we need a mikvah, a mikvah dip to to allow me to do that. That's not required for truma, but it is required for kodesh. That's the last of the chumras, and that's the review of yesterday's daf.